0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talking Talent. I'm Nicole Fuqua. You're listening to our audio series where we dig into issues related to talent acquisition. In today's episode, we're continuing our look at this new year and what it holds for talent leaders. Today's discussion centers specifically on technology. Now, we know that talent tech is going to play a large role in the upcoming recovery, and employers who implement and use the right technology are going to have an advantage. So what are the biggest technology opportunities for 2021 and what has the past year changed about our relationship to technology? Well joining me to talk about these questions is Anna Turner, People Scouts new Vice President of Product. Anna is responsible for leading the vision, strategy and roadmap for People Scouts product and service portfolio. Now Anna joins People Scout from HR Software and Payroll Solutions Provider UKG, formerly Ultimate Software. At UKG, Anna was responsible for product development strategy, delivering new features and products to the market, and setting organizational practices and standards for product excellence. She has deep B2B software product management leadership experience with previous roles at high-growth tech companies, and she's also recognized as an expert on HR technology, serving on the National SHRM Expertise Panel for Technology and HR Management since 2016. So Anna, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Nicole, for having
1: me. I'm happy to be here.
0: I'd like to start today by learning a little bit more about you. Can you tell me a little bit about your background in technology and HR?
1: I got into recruiting and talent acquisition within the tech space specifically um, by starting in a recruiting role coming out of school in the early 2000s. Um, I was able to join a company to start their college recruiting and university recruiting program. We hired anywhere from 75 to 100 new college grads every year to really fuel our organization and positions like support, implementation, sales, engineering. Um, We were a tech company in Charleston, South Carolina, where I live. And back in the early 2000s, not this way now, but back then, it was really hard to find talent in Charleston, South Carolina. And we were growing so quickly at that point in time as a tech company that we knew we needed to figure out how we could grow our own talent. And that was really the genesis for our college recruiting program that we built. That was how I got into um, the talent space initially. What was really cool is while I was there at this tech company, I got to attend sessions on our hardest to fill positions. One of those was our product managers. It was really, really hard to find product managers and to get them to relocate. And I had never even heard of what that job was. I got to learn about how product managers work with the business and work with customers to solve problems with technology and build that with engineering. And I was in school at the time for my master's degree and I felt like it was just such an amazing job that I would have loved to do. It was really nice that eventually they opened up a junior role and I applied for it, um, got to move into that team and work with amazing product people um, who really invested in me and mentored me and helped me really learn that craft of what good product management looks like. Um, So that's how I got my start in both technology and the talent space.
0: Now, we know that talent leaders are going to face a whole new set of challenges compared to the pre-pandemic world and even 2020. So what are the biggest challenges that you anticipate and what will be the role of technology in solving them?
1: I think one of the, the biggest challenges that employers have been feeling it already, um, but but things are just uh, moving a lot faster than they did as we move into this digital world. I think the biggest challenge is, has been and will continue to be around the candidate experience. Um, if you think about our roles as consumers, they have changed so much, even just over the last five years. Um, we expect for things to be personalized, we expect for things to be transparent, and we expect for things to be on demand. Um, Right. I can go on an app right now and have some groceries delivered to my house immediately or a meal. Um, I know exactly where my package is from Amazon that's on the truck right now and how many stops away it is. Um, Our candidate experience is going to continue to change and there's going to be more and more pressure on employers of choice to have an experience that matches what we expect as consumers. And so I think that's going to continue to be one of the biggest challenges that we're all going to have to work to solve it as an industry is how do we bring technology forward that matches where the candidates we serve are and what they expect as consumers.
0: Now, one thing we've seen a lot of people adapt over the past year has been implementing virtual interviewing solutions, whether it's video, audio, or text. Now, as we move forward, we're still really in a situation where we don't know for sure what the next few months are going to look like. So what role will these solutions have in the candidate experience going forward?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's so interesting because it was happening a little bit, but um, the, the pandemic has really amplified everything and really fast forwarded uh, where we needed to go from a digitiz- digitization standpoint for employers. And you're exactly right. You know, we've moved now into this world of virtual recruiting, hiring, and onboarding. Um, And, you know, I don't think we're going to go back post-COVID to exactly the way we were. We will will for some roles, certainly. But I think what is going to be so different um, is that we will have more people uh, recruiting, hiring, onboarding virtually than ever. We're going to have more people working remotely than ever. And what's different for employers is that those traditional boundaries that they use to figure out, right, how do I find the best talent within this geography or the zip code? Um, And how do I, how do I go to market and position myself at my employer value proposition that starts to have to take a different look, right? Because you start to remove some of those boundaries and you begin to compete for talent in totally different places. Um, It's like we've removed all the constraints all of a sudden. And, We have to change our strategies to account for that and align align with that.
0: Now, the other major theme we're seeing this year is what some people are calling the great rehire. There's a lot of hope in 2021 as vaccine distribution continues and employers will really need to start filling jobs again. But at the same time, a lot of talent acquisition teams are still running really lean. So what is the role of technology in the great rehire?
1: Yeah, I think there's so many opportunities for talent to play a significant role in that. Um, And it it really depends, I think each each employer is gonna have a different plan and different story, but we are starting to see that, that many employers are starting to get everything ready, Um, like you said, for the great rehiring. I think one of the interesting things that employers can do from a technology standpoint um, is to start taking a look at who they've got kind of within, whether that's, current ATS or their CRM, who do they have in their network and how are they building that network and that talent pool so that they can have people ready to go when it's time. Um, And so that may, may look like things like keeping that potential talent pool warm, keeping them up to date on what's going on with the company and what types of exciting stories are happening that really amplify their employer value proposition. So that, right, when they are ready, They can then also leverage technology as part of that recruiting and hiring process. But I think that's my number one as we look at the employers we work with, thinking about how they're nurturing that talent right now and getting ready so that it's easier when it's time to go.
0: I think it's fair to say over the past year, our relationship with technology has really gotten a lot tighter than it used to be. We're using a variety of new tools in basically every aspect of our lives. So how does this shift impact talent acquisition going forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the ways that we will see this continue to play out are that candidates are going to expect that transparency and that custom experience, what feels like custom to them as part of the process. Um, I think the other ways that it's going to play out are the employers really needing to leverage technology. They've already seen um, in a variety of different ways over the past years how technology can actually help them work faster and more efficiently and really provide better collaboration, better insights, better information about their process. Um, and so I, I, I think it is going to be tough for us to go back to the way we were. Um, we are going to see employers continue to embrace that. We've all been a little bit forced to embrace it this time around, but there have been lots of really great things and strategies that have come out of this that will carry forward, even as we move past vaccines and rollouts. Um, I think one of the really interesting areas is, is around insights and data. What technology starts to do is allow for you to have visibility to things you never had visibility to before. You can start to see friction points in your process. You can start to see um, opportunities you've got to you know, optimize spend or change a step in the process to make it better for the candidate. Um, when we bring technology into the conversation, that is where we start gathering data that went, then we can later leverage for data-driven business decisions, as well as insights, right? new and, and different insights that we weren't able to do before because we didn't have the data all in one place. And I think that's one of the exciting things that will definitely carry on from leveraging more and more technology as a result of what we've been through over the last year.
0: You've mentioned a few times today the expectations of candidates when it comes to technology and what they're looking for and the experience they're expecting. But what we haven't really touched on yet is the comfort level of candidates, which I think is a slightly different issue. Candidates have gotten a lot more comfortable with trying new technology. What advantage does that have for talent acquisition leaders?
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Um, because we have all been through this together, we've had to try lots of new and different technologies in different ways than we had expected a year ago. And I absolutely think that that appetite carries through into the candidate experience of, of not only expectations, but willingness to try different things. I mean, if you think back to a year ago, um, my mom had never been on a zoom, um, potentially right? And now she's a Zoom expert. Um, We have used all sorts of different types of technology for things like team building that we would have never done remotely in the past, but now we're doing virtually. Um, So I do think there is a willingness more than in the past to try things out from both the candidate and the employer side and, and see what sticks and what works.
0: Now, we've talked a bit about challenges so far, but what would you say are the biggest opportunities for talent technology this year?
1: The biggest opportunities for talent technology this year, there's kind of three three buckets. Um, one is one that we mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, insights through data, right? We now are collecting data as a result of people using technology, and there's this huge opportunity to really shift. We've talked about it for many years in HR, um, but we have disparate systems, right? As an employer, it can be very difficult, right, to tie everything together. And so there is a desire to be data-driven and to bring interesting insights to the table as the HR professional, Um, I think we're moving into a realm where that really starts to happen and a lot of the technology that's out there and the partners that are out there are able to really help bolster that conversation of insights through data and to help organizations make better business decisions to drive better business results and outcomes using data. So that's one big area. Another is around diversity and inclusion. Um, This obviously is a a huge area of importance. We know that as we have diverse teams, we will offer better service, better products, um, better ideas and solutions for different customers that we serve. And we have started to see a lot of the customers we work with revisit messaging, employer branding, their hiring campaigns, and starting to also use data to figure out what is the right messaging and what is the right strategy to make sure we've got a great and inclusive experience for everybody. I think that will continue to carry through. And we're going to see more and more focus in this area as employers really try to figure out what what is the the best and inclusive experience to get the talent that we desire. And then the last we've talked about a good bit, the candidate experience, right? Uh, Understanding those journeys that the candidate may go through and where the friction points are for them. And how do we start to figure out how we evolve our experience, evolve our process to really support a wow experience for our candidates. Um, And data is also a really big part there, right? Are are we keeping an eye on how the candidates are feeling or what their sentiment is as the steps and the process evolve from an experience standpoint and, and really focusing to make those better if they're not exactly where we want as an employer?
0: What changes will we see as we look even further into the future, five years or even beyond?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. I think there's two really big ones, um, which we're not all the way, way there yet, but they're coming. Um, so we have, have talked about robotic process automation for a couple years in HR. It's really starting to evolve and show up, especially within technology. There are just things that are possible now that were not possible in the past. And I think where robotic process automation is going to play a really interesting role is if you think about um, the different roles in your organization, and where people spend a lot of time on tactical, time-intensive, non-strategic work, those are often opportunities where robotic process automation can come in and help with efficiency, automate some of that so that that group or that role can amplify where they play from a strategic standpoint Um, and that you know might be relationship or service oriented focus right if you're a recruiter it becomes less about scheduling interviews it becomes more about closing candidates and building relationships and i think we're going to see robotic process automation although we've talked about it a lot in the past it's going to start really showing up over the next couple years the other area where i think is gonna be really interesting from a talent perspective is the fact that technology is moving faster than ever. The half-life on skills is much different than it was in the past. And talent acquisition and talent management teams are gonna have to think about their current talent, what skills are there, how those skills need to change to keep up with their business goals and how they will redevelop the skills of their talent and mobilize them. And that that's not a one and done thing. It's probably something that starts to occur every couple of years. And that's a really different shift for, for us from a talent perspective. Um, and, and it's a result of technology moving as fast as it is. It means that we are going to have to keep our talent and our workforce up to date, reskilled more often than ever before in order for the ability to stay relevant in whatever vertical or industry that we're in.
0: Well, that's the perfect place for us to wrap up. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, Nicole. It was a great conversation. And thank you for listening. If you have any questions that we didn't cover today, you can send them our way. You can email us at marketing at peoplescout.com or you can find us on social media. Just search People Scout on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. To make sure you don't miss an episode, visit our website or subscribe to our Feed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Talking Talent is a People Scout production music by Sound Design through Shutterstock.